Hello, this is Jedi Teacher Man, and welcome to another episode of the Tales from Beyond the Grade podcast. Join us as we continue on our journey that goes beyond the pointlessness of test scores and traditional grading to explore the whys and hows of effective teaching and learning. So parents, fellow educators and lifelong learners, buckle up, it's time for Blast Off. Hello, this is Jedi Teacher Man, and welcome to this episode of the Tales from Beyond the Grade podcast. And in this episode, we're going to explore the tremor in the Force that we see far too often among our young Padawans, the dark side of the fixed mindset. So, stay tuned as we explore the whys, wherefores, hows, and what can be done to move our kids from fixed mindset to growth mindset. So welcome to this episode of the Tales from Beyond the Grade podcast, and let's dig in to how we can move our children from fixed mindset to growth mindset. And in all fairness, we all have fixed mindsets in some capacity, some more than others, and we know that if we can shift our way of thinking, and sometimes it's just a slight tilt of the lens, it's not a huge thing, we can actually start seeing our the potential in the power of yet and that we can understand that we're not grounded with a certain set of skills or talents or abilities. So how do we get stuck with a fixed mindset at such an early age? Well, there's many reasons. There's so many different ways that this can happen. But the way that we're going to look at today is through praise that has all the best intentions, but has a really negative impact and it's when we're giving generalized praise such as oh you're awesome you're a great kid you're just fantastic you're and these blanket statements that kids naturally take to heart and so they should because that's what adults are telling them and it doesn't just come from adults it can come from other you know peers and other students so you know giving praise is an absolutely great thing right well yes and no So let's take a look at how a fixed mindset can manifest itself in the classroom. So this particular example I'm going to give, and trust me, there's so many, um, involves, let's take Joey. Okay, we'll call him Joey. Great kid, really bright, uh, loves math, knows all his math facts, really passionate about math. You know, I love him already. What's not to like? And we're fifth grade classroom and I announced that we're going to do division. We're going to do multi-digit numbers divided by multi-digit divisors. And it's a standard that's been in fifth grade since way before the rebellion in the dark ages when I was in fifth grade. And there he is. Joey's out of his seat. He's like, yeah, I know how to do division. This is going to be so easy. And I'm like, Bring it on. Superb. That's the enthusiasm I want to hear. Um, I said, right, guys, so I'm going to put an example on the board. And Joey's like, yeah, well, I don't have to do it, though, because I I know this. Is there something else I can do? And I'm like, no, you've, let's get this done, because I'm, if, you, if you can do it, great. You can help me show other people. And he just got into this strange place of, and this is where I say get stuck. And some of it is the 
when kids get stuck in an argument and the argument becomes more important than the resolution or what it is they're arguing about. So he starts, it's, it's almost like a wrestling match of the minds and I'm just wanting to teach my class, right? So he's he's giving me the all the, all the flannel. He's giving me like, but I know division and I, I'm, I've already done this and I can, you know, we did it in fourth grade and I'm not this, you didn't. Yes, we did. And so... I said, so I go over to him, sit him down. I said, listen, let me just teach the class. There's 24 other students. You're going you're gonna to sail through this, obviously, because you know it, and then I'll be able to set you up with something else. And I go over to the board and I write 720 divided by 24. And I know it's a pretty easy one because 72 is a multiple of 24, and they'll be able to figure this out. So... As soon as I put it on the board, I'm thinking he's just going to get his pencil out and he's going to knock this out of the park, right? Obviously, because he's so good. Um, he just throws his pencil and I don't want to do this. And he walks out, walks out of the classroom. So we do what we do. I radio, you know, I call admin and they take care of it. Anyway, next day he comes back into class and I have a conversation with him. And it works out he hadn't done multi-digit division at all he'd done long division which is a fourth grade standard and as soon as he heard the word division and he was really good at it he'd got himself into a place where he got a bit embarrassed and he saw the problem on the board and now he's stuck and rather than just opening up and admitting that oh maybe i was mistaken and having those tools in his toolkit he you know he walks out of the classroom not a problem. It happens. So what do we do about this? Well, that's what we'll talk about next. Okay, so Joey, he's back in class. He realizes he's made a bit of a boo-boo. He's fine. He's getting into, you know, he's getting into the division at fifth grade level. And as expected, he does a great job and he's one of the first to master it and he understands it and he's using all his math fact knowledge which is great um but it didn't stop there because when we got to december and we start with fractions what he doesn't know about fractions isn't worth knowing and he's shooting his mouth off again and he's in this role and it works out that when i had a deeper conversation with him he's always been told that he was great at math He's always been told that he's really bright. He's always been told he picks up things really quickly. And all these things are true statements. But now we're getting into the whys and wherefores of a fixed mindset because although he's been told those things, the feedback hasn't been delivered. And this is the key word, folks. It hasn't been delivered specifically to what he's specifically good at. And it's like, oh, you the specific things that get kids to good places – more often than not, in fact, pretty much all the time, are effort, focus, perseverance, sticking with the problem, enjoying the problem, being passionate about what they're doing. They're the things that we should be promoting, not just you are so good at this thing. Because once they believe they're good at a particular concept, an extension of that concept, which is going to get more difficult as they go into middle school and high school and even to college, well, they might not get to college in that particular area that they want to go to because they've given up because all of a sudden they hit the wall. It becomes a barrier of 
well, this was all so good till this till I got to calculus, or it was so good till I got to algebra, and then I had to really work hard. And they'd never been told that they were good at working hard. They were told that they were good at finding things easy to do. And that's the that's where the rubber hits the road. Happens in sports all the time when kids are great and have natural ability at you know shooting hoops in the playground, getting into little league teams, and then all of a sudden as they mature and they come across kids from other schools and other backgrounds who are maybe bigger, stronger, more a little bit more mature at that age, they have to up their game and that leap is just sometimes a leap too far for them because they've never had to practice the struggle and that productive struggle piece. So this is the area that we're going to talk about and dwell on next because this is how we can make that shift from the dark side to the growth mindset. So you're probably thinking at this point, okay, Jedi teacher man, well, you've told us what the problem is and you've got us all scared to death about this. What are we going to do about it? Well, firstly, there's nothing to be scared of. Um, it's purely natural. And as our good friend and growth mindset guru Carol Dweck talks about, that the fixed mindset is often put in place because of what we just mentioned, which is giving praise the wrong way. So enough of the problem, let's talk about the solution. What are the good ways to actually provide praise? Well, let's take let's take a math class and we're going to talk about adding fractions and kids have got to find a common denominator, right? So real difficult concept for 10-year-olds to grasp is how you change two fractions so that they become equivalent and whatever you do to the bottom, you have to do to the top, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it takes a while for a lot of kids to grasp that. So when they do grasp it, you can't just say, oh, you are so great at fractions or you are just so great at math. It has to be, I really like the way that you found the equivalent fraction because that's what you want them to focus on. That's what you want them to stick with, as in knowing that whenever they're going to add or subtract fractions, they've got to get those similar denominators, which means they've got to look for equivalent fractions. And sometimes it's easier than other times. However, just telling them that they are good or they're great or they're awesome doesn't cut it. And it's actually more psychologically damaging down the road and don't get me wrong, I know it's all with the best intentions. We want, make, we want to make kids feel confident. We want to build their self-esteem. Of course we do. But just giving blanket statements does not do that. It makes them feel good, makes them feel great about themselves. But if you're going to build and look ahead, really give focused feedback on the specific things they're doing. So you really used your math facts well there. Keep practicing those because you're going to need them even more. You really did well with, like I say, knowing that two-eighths is the same as one-fourth or knowing that four-sixteenths is the same as one-fourth or that three-ninths is the same as one-third. I really like the way you did that because that really wires them into thinking about the specific numbers and the specific concepts that they're working on. And folks, that is really it. If I if I had to just sum this up, 
it's keep your praise specific to what they're doing and always let them know there's room for more growth, there's room for more effort, there's room for more perseverance. They can always try that little bit harder um, and just balance it. You know, don't make it, don't be what's a, how did a colleague of mine want to say, don't be the scorpion, right? Don't don't be the person with the sting in the tail where you, you, you're building them up with like, oh, you're really good at this and you're really good at this, really good at this, but you're going to have to try harder if you're going to be really good in this world because then it just sinks them, right? The praise sandwich is often the way to go, right? I really like the way you did this. We still have to work a little bit on that, but I'll tell you what, the way that you do your math facts and the way that you know your numbers is fantastic. So that's it from me, Jedi Teacher Man, on this Tremors in the Force episode. And keep on saying the right things at the right time with the right balance. And may the force of teaching and learning be with you always. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tales from Beyond the Grade podcast with me, Jedi Teacher Man. Please hit the like button and subscribe to this podcast channel. You can also follow me at Jedi Teacher Man on Instagram, subscribe to Jedi Teacher Man on YouTube, and for us TikTokers out there, follow Beyond the Grade podcast. Thank you so much, and I look forward to you tuning in again very soon.